artists behind the epic melodies, songs, and beats. Celebrating the best new music from around the world. This is the A State of Trance Podcast. Hey, what's up? My name is Ruben Ronde and welcome to a new podcast. And today we're joined by a lot of people. Normally there's only one person that I'm talking to, so it's a little bit less chaotic than it's going to be today, I think. Because in the studio today, Super Strings. Hey. How are you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Good. Already getting used to being interviewed and uh, being together more than just behind a DJ booth in a different environment. Yeah, Getting used to the interviews, yes. Getting used to... Being together all the time, that's going to be tricky, maybe. It's going to be tricky. We need to address that a little bit later as well. First of all, let's start at the beginning. Uh, a short introduction, maybe one by one. Um, please tell your name and what your role is in the group, maybe, and how you fell in love with dance music. It's a lot of questions in one, but maybe try to paint a picture for us. Uh, well, okay, here I go. My name is Jonathan. Um, I'm 35 years old. And uh, I've been listening to electronic music for quite some time. I used to listen to trance a lot, but um, that was uh, during the time that I was too young to actually go to the parties. Yeah, um, so we listen to CDs or something. So yeah, yeah uh, mostly mixed compilation. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we just started Superstrings, I, I uh, well, I dove deep in my CD collection and I found all the Sensation compilations. Yeah, uh, which still hold up, which are still very great. So it was fun to listen to. Um, so when uh, you grew up, you were listening to those compilations and that sparked your interest into dance music yes, or trance music in general. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, but also electronic music uh, in general. Um, and after I also uh, well got a little interest in techno and house music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the love for trance stayed. Okay. Uh, actually. Okay. Emil? Yeah, my story is kind of similar. Um, my name is Emil, also 35 years old. And um, I think my interest love for electronic music started a bit of the same i can remember i was watching tv and this um i think it was house of justice by g-spot and, oh, and, DJ DJ Jose. Jose. Yeah. Uh, and also i think it was that time that also scoop drop it was in the charts uh and obviously super string uh, the rank one remix um and i was in i think 12 or 13 years old but it really sparked my interest because it was something I never heard. But I was, yeah, just as Jonathan said, way too young to go to those parties. Yeah. And um, when I got old enough to go to those parties, th- then the um, like the, the golden era of trends was already faded away a bit. So I got yeah. more interest in house techno, that kind of stuff. And uh, well, lately we rediscovered our love for, for classic trends music. And uh, yeah, uh, here we are now. Here we are. Next one. Because... Um, <coughs> I'm 30 something. Yeah, 30 something, 34 year old. Um, and I think my, yeah, it's kind of the same. Uh, my love for trends started, yeah, watching MTV, yeah. the crazy video clips. And uh, you also had in the Dutch, in the Netherlands, you had uh, TMF. TMF, yeah. TMF, yeah. TMF, the DJs. Yeah, trends was everywhere then, yeah. right then. Um, but yeah, but it, it faded away, and yeah. um, uh, a few years later, I started DJing. But uh, I started with disco actually because it was made, made me really happy uh, that that kind of music. And later, uh, later on, I turned to house, other styles. But that didn't make me feel 
feel the first spark that I had with disco again. Yeah. Um, and then, then I rediscovered trance again. Uh-huh. And that was like, whoa, yes. Like, what's this? Yes. The euphoria. Yeah, the euphoria. The, the emotions. emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> okay. And what about you? Um, Maurice, I'm yeah. 32 years old, the youngest of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, my love for trance music started when I was 10, I think. You yeah. had that kind of uh, hit songs, CDs. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Team F hit songs. Yeah, Team yeah. F hit songs. Yeah. And uh, I discovered, uh, I think it was Traffic. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the, the song I fell in love with. Um, the years thereafter, then uh, I started organized parties, but it was more house and disco parties. Yeah. And like five, six years ago, um, yeah, I rediscover it, the love for trance music. That's interesting. So, and there's the five of you. Uh, Fred is not here anymore. He was here during the mix uh, for State of Trance. Then Cos <laughs> got swapped out for, for Fred. <laughs> so that's, I guess the uh, Fred would have the same kind of story. You grew up listening to the Eurodance trance era that uh, the big hits were on TV all the time. You were listening to it. You were... Uh, before you got went to bed at eight o'clock in your pajamas, you were watching TV and you saw those videos come by and you were like, wow, what is this music? <laughs> then the popularity went down a little bit. You've ventured into different sounds and now you rediscovered it again, right? True. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the funny thing is that you've been friends all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You're all from Nijmegen, somewhere in the east of the Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> really small place, I think. Kind of small. Yeah. Kind of small, that's nice. Small place, um, big uh, ambitions. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that, that's a nice one. I like that one. Big things so, coming. So, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's, well, that's a different story. That's how Superstrings came alive. The, the track itself, Superstring. I, I remember, um, it's a total different story, but you know, this is how the podcast goes. I remember when IDT launched Sensation White, they did a marketing campaign of, I don't know, months with stickers everywhere in the Netherlands tell them we're coming and then suddenly on TV it was tell them we're coming you would hear the riff that da, 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 da. and that uh, was no one knew what it was and suddenly there was like bam sensation uh, it was actually the sensation anthem uh, right yeah oh, of yeah, the yeah. first one yeah yeah. Oh, wow. that wasn't so tell them we're coming was that already dressed in white or not yet the no there one? was the one before but the dressed in white was the second edition the first one was I think with Carl Cox uh, oh, wow. oh yeah, Sven Fate as well. Sven Fate, yeah. yeah. So it was a very diverse lineup, and the second year became more trendy, I guess. Anyways, separate story. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, now, what I wonder, because all of you guys were venturing into different things, you were listening to different kind of music. Um, some of you were DJing, some of you were organizing parties, some of them, I don't know what you were doing. But where was the point that you were sitting together and you were like, "Hey, wait a minute." I discovered this CD again. I want to share this with you. I want to start DJing like this or I want to throw parties because there has to be a moment that you were all coming together and be like, okay, we need to do something with this. I think there was a time when um, artists, when they were like, when they really dared to, they tried to incorporate like a trance track in a house or a techno set. And uh, I can remember I was thinking about, I had this, uh, we had to play like a house techno kind of set. And I had... Um, and I had we a, is already the five of you? No, or? that was with okay. with uh, some other guys from Nijmegen. And I was the only one that had a few trance tracks on my uh, on my playlist. And I tried to get it, to fit it in. And uh, at some point I managed <laughs> to squeeze in, I think it was 
the Dance Valley 2001 team from Ferrocorsa. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw like the crowd really responding to it. And that, that's the, one of the moments I thought, well, I, like, I want, I want to play these tracks again because yeah. it gives me like, it's a nostalgic feeling, but it's also really great music. Yeah. Um, and I think there was this one moment where we were sitting together with all of us. We had dinner uh, at, at friends and we were, we're talking and we were actually talking about this ambient track that wasn't like a Balearic kind of Ibiza compilation mm-hmm. by uh, DJ Harvey, I think. Okay. And um, the the lead melody of that track is really trancey. It's like an arpeggio. And uh, we were thinking this is basically a trance track, but then yeah. without uh, without the actual uh, without the kick. And mm-hmm. I think that was the moment that we all thought, well, this this riff and this this typical trancey chord progression is it's is doing something with us. And then we started talking about those old trance classics. And then we discovered that we all had that similar love for it because we knew each other for quite some while. We didn't never we never talked about trance music because no. we're all in house and techno and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we discovered that we all loved it and that we should do something with that. And how did you guys meet? Like was it because of school or just because you were all from Nijmegen or? Yeah, I think be. we were all doing something within music yeah. in okay. Nijmegen. Okay. Um, I think, you know, for myself, I was organizing uh, a house techno party uh, at a small venue in Nijmegen. And Jonathan was, was the promoter, the booker uh, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from Don Roosje, which is like the the biggest venue in Nijmegen. And yeah. so we started working together uh, like that. And I think the other guys have a similar story. Well, the yeah. mic is yours. <laughs> Yeah, well, I started organizing uh, a little party called Disco Dip, um, I think, 10 years ago. It's a good name, Disco Dip. Like yeah, that. Disco Dip. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only disco, it, uh, it's also, also house. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's in a um, dip right now. <laughs> <laughs> For the not-Dutch listener, it's like the little sparkles you put on your, on on your, your ice, cream. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's also the logo, yeah. a little ice cream. Okay. But... Um, yeah, that's, I think 10 years ago, this was also the time. So I, you were all working in dance music. You saw each other at events sometimes already or? Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Always in Dorosje and Malai. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, how do you say it? The origin of Superstrings is in Dornerosje basically. Yeah. yeah, I think that was like the, the place we all came together. And, mm-hmm. uh, and also I think the place where we did our first gig that actually uh, was really big. Yeah. 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 But started in Café de Plak. Yeah, we started in a little basement in a uh, in a café, yeah, like a little restaurant in Nijmegen, which has a basement. It's actually a really cool basement, and uh, uh, for I think it fits like 100 people. Uh, and that's when we threw the first party, and uh, I think like I don't know, 50, 70 friends showed up. That was like the first one, but the the the, the first actual serious party we did was in Dornrosje. Yeah. So the the party in Café de Plak was just. Just for the fun. You were like, okay, we rediscovered trans music again. We just want to, you know, have some fun, drink some beers and play some tunes together. Yeah. And we also asked people to come in white and we were wearing these fast sunglasses. So it was a bit of a joke. <laughs> uh, sunglasses, yeah. Also because we, we wanted to like the, the trans music can be and is, it's, it's, it's kind of serious in a sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, we also wanted the people to have a laugh instead of that we, that they thought we were organizing a really serious trans party, yeah. which it was because we're really serious about the music. Yeah. We also wanted to keep it a bit like airy or something. Yeah. So we did like a mini sensation. So everybody had to come in white and we were wearing the sunglasses and we had a laser and uh, um, what. So so it was it was like a little bit of um, a team party like that, you know. Um, but 
yeah the reaction of the of the crowd that that made it uh special yeah and uh and made us realize that there's there should be more of this instead okay. of just one team's party as as you would throw a house party with a 90s team this was like a little french party with a trans team but uh yeah we noticed that it was more that more than that yeah and, but it was also you saw so many serious djs flirting with trends but no one uh dared to take the step yeah. to organize or to play a full trend set. Nobody did that. They only, they only flirted with it. Yeah. And then you saw like a new remix of simulated Marco V that, uh, that, that went off also. Yeah. And, uh, and we thought, yeah, we had to do this. We had to, the, the, the moment and the time is now. If trends is coming back, it's coming back now. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, let's put it in. Let's put a serious trends party in Nijmegen, in Don Rocha. See how it went. Uh, see how it goes. So we, uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Was the <laughs> was the was the first party in Cafe Pluck? I can, uh, Pluck sounds Pluck. Mm. Pluck. Pluck. Uh, was it already called Super Strings or was it called something else? No, no I think it was. Yeah. That was Super Strings yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. journey into trance or yeah. something like that. We okay. call it as a, the subtitle. The upstairs area was open as well. Yeah. Uh, we named that area the. Café del Mar area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. So yeah, because we, it we was actually left. in a café. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A Café de Plak hosts uh, a trans party and Café del Mar in one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, so you found out that a party in the in Café de Plak, <laughs> the more you say, the more funny it gets. Um, <laughs> café de Sticky in yeah. English. Café de yeah. Sticky. Yeah. Became a success and then you were like, okay, let's take it to the next level. You were the promoter in Doornroosje at that time, I guess. Yeah, still, still am. Still am. And you, you were like, okay, I dare to do this because I guess it's a risk that you take because um, in all respect, uh, in general, the trans parties in the Netherlands are quite what you say. It's serious parties. Like yes. people, uh, the, 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 uh, the crowd is quite old. We'll get to that uh, later on as well. And it's a hard market to please. So you, you, you dare to take the step and take your event and your concept to Don Rocha. Yeah, we played actually a couple gigs after Café de Plak. Um, and before, At the Vierdaagse? Yeah, we played the Vierdaagse. Um, and um, there was this one time, um, uh, well, it was um, there was one weekend when uh, during Corona we were allowed to dance. We we were allowed to throw yeah, parties. Yeah, with, bar, with the barcodes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah dance um, with Janssen. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah dance with Janssen. Yeah, oh my God. And, and as Don Roosje, we uh, organized like a big party with only local artists. Yeah. And um, so, well... Um, I was talking to the guys and we decided to slip a slot for super strings in. Yeah. Um, so we played that one and uh, the reaction we got there was so amazing and there were only young people. Yeah. yeah it was um, insane. We we played uh, the DJ Tauger remix of yeah. Ayla. Yeah. And the crowd was full of young people. I think the track is from 93 or something yeah. and there were actually people climbing on the stage and mm. like when the drop hits and I think it has a bit of like a double drop in that track so people were trying to do a sit down it didn't work and then people <laughs> were climbing the stage it was like it was a mental. total mess yeah. and yeah, uh, because people came out of captivity for one and a half two years and it's just the first body that they yeah. came and it was so much yeah. euphoria yeah. and trends is so, so euphoric so much, so much, and uh, it's so positive yeah. instead of maybe like the 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 hard techno they were used to listen to but it's also fast because we play at like 145 bpm like it was done in, at the late 90s yeah so there was so much energy and so much euphoria and positivity that that uh, yeah uh, it was goosebumps all over yeah and afterwards we felt like 
well, let's just give this a try. Yeah. Let's try it for real. Because um, you saw the reaction during the shows that you yes. that you did after Corona, you were like, okay. Yeah, what's the worst thing can happen? Uh, yeah, if people love this for an hour, why yeah. don't they love it for a whole night? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how did you approach that first night then? Was it like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, we're just going to play ourselves. So I guess from open to close, something like that. No, well, actually we uh, asked a couple uh, younger DJs who were doing well in the scene as well to uh, support us. To, so we had two support slots okay. for it. Um, um, well, and we decided upon a theme. We made an artwork, you know, all the classic yeah. uh, stuff. And we just went on sale. Um, it took a while, the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was exciting as well. So we started... Nerve-wracking. It was nerve-wracking, yeah. We started the Instagram and we were just, uh, I don't know, and, uh, looking for our voice as well in marketing. Um, uh, but it went well and uh, eventually it sold out like a week before, two weeks yeah. before, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the night itself uh, was crazy. I mean, people actually came to hear these sounds. So... That was different than the parties we played before, where you know you just go to a party and when there's trends, there's nights. But uh, people actually came for us and for the trends, and that was a great, uh, great to see that it actually worked. Um, uh, and people went crazy. Okay, so the first night was over, and then you were like, okay, yeah. what, what the hell happened what here? Happened? Yeah. 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 And, and the then we got like we got some videos that we put online, and I remember that we were playing Shivers by by Armin yeah. at some point, and we got uh, uh, DMs on Instagram of people asking what what track is this. Like, so we were like, if you don't know this track, <laughs> then you probably don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. But you still love it. Yeah. So it's yeah. not. Then um, we realized that it's not only about the nostalgic factor. It's also about that. It's just great they music. They just don't know it. Yeah, yeah and they just tunes, don't know yeah. it, and yeah. it's good tunes. So uh, that, in combination with the fact that so many people, I think five hundred or something, was the first one showed up. You thought this is like uh, we we found something. This is uh, this is really unique. Yeah, you, you have, have two c- groups because you have the one group that, that don't even yeah, yeah. yeah that don't even know the classics yeah and you have the other group that that DMs us the week before can you maybe play this yeah. tune yeah. 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 that tune it's I never d- heard that one in a while yeah. <laughs> that must be so so weird to just go to a party you're like 20 years old you you would hear a track like let's say Flight Six Four Three you would hear it for the first time ever yeah but whoa <laughs> yeah how much money would I pay right now oh, just yeah. to have that <laughs> giving me goosebumps right, right. now yeah, 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 yeah. you're on dance floor like holy shit that's yeah. little industry yeah. <laughs> I never heard this in my whole life yeah that is crazy yeah. so what how long did you play in the first night uh, how many hours because you said there's two slots and you fill a whole night yeah I think two and a half hours two and a half hours, hours. Yeah, two, like two, three. Oh, we did yeah. we also played at uh, some other events in, in Nijmegen where we um, uh, accidentally mistaked our starting time so we oh. walked to the DJ that was before us and we said I think we have to play now and he's like oh okay then I stop now um, <laughs> and, and, and I think it was like one o'clock and uh, after that we heard that we only had to start from three o'clock <laughs> So we start playing at one. Until six or something. And we had to play till six, half past six. So yeah, at some point we were out of classics, so we start playing them again. Yeah. And it still worked. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I would have loved to see that. Yeah. Alright, so um help me out here because you guys are f- with five. I've played back to back sets in my life and that already becomes a little bit boring when you're sometimes you know you mix a tune and the other one is queuing it up. Classics are a little bit longer. What are you doing? during a set what is your role for example for you Maris? um i'm also playing so uh, most of the time i'm just uh, looking for uh, the good track after the track uh, 
in yeah. heel or uh, gas uh, is playing. Yeah. Um, and for the rest, uh, yeah, I, I just fully enjoy the moment. So, um, and the time flies by, you know, yeah. in a second. And um, I actually, I don't know what yeah, I'm doing. We're, we're quite discussing the music during yeah. our set. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, now. but it's in the beginning. But now it's it's going with a flow, you know. So yeah, you're sometimes still cool, because you, know. you sometimes yeah we used to we're now used to that the crowd gives us the the reaction we want. Yeah. But at some moments the crowds also you go you go a little bit deeper with trends because we yeah, obvious we don't play all the time classics anymore. We yeah. also play the. The the forgotten or the B sides, yeah, the B -sides. still the old ones, but the lesser known, yeah, the lesser known, known ones, yeah. yeah. So the gems, but yeah, yeah, but you want the real gems. You want the you want the moments of super hands in the air. Uh, um, yeah, you mean yeah. We were at some at some point we have to look at each other and say, all right, we're going a bit deeper now. Yeah. We have to build towards like a more climax moment. So we're discussing it in the set what the next step so would be. You would correct. Uh, the other guys from oh maybe we shouldn't do this one right now we should mm -hmm. do this one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah maybe but, uh, because, because we know each other for so long <laughs> yeah. it goes quite uh, we're not really having discussions it's more that we just uh, trust the process yeah or, yeah, uh, yeah. But but sometimes yeah. you see a classic popping up but somebody screams no 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 not yet not yet not yet but yeah but because we were at five so we're there's constant uh, like energy in the DJ booth and I think that is something that people in the in the crowd like as well that is uh, uh, when the when the drop kicks we're, we're jumping with five of us yeah which I think uh, uh, yeah brings nice energy in the in the oh, crowd yeah. as well yeah. so it's uh, yeah it's like, and and then. Well, Jonathan's our, uh, our MC, so maybe he can tell us a bit more about what goes on in his mind <laughs> during a set. <laughs> but yeah. Now, I would like to know, because um, I know how hard it is to prepare a set if you're a back-to-back -back artist. How do you do it with, if, if you're five guys, and let's say at a state, I don't know, know how long you're going to play at a state of trance, for example. Um, does each bring in two tunes, or is it something that you decide as a collective? Like, okay... But you have to make sure that this one is in or this one is in. How do, how does a preparation like that goes about? Yeah, it, it's it's funny because we don't have that within within our own sets. Yeah, we um, we prepare like shows. Yeah. Because yeah, you have this limited time. But in our shows, like Emil gives the like the original trance. Yeah. From the golden era. He's yeah, yeah. really good in that. He has all those classics and forgotten classics and he, he plays them on the right time. Your uh, Maurice is more the more the deeper and sometimes hard trance uh kind of guy. And I'm I play a little bit sometimes Garage. Dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like uh, I once downloaded a scooter track and everybody was like crying. <laughs> but then crying in the wrong sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to and, be honest, uh, Nasaya or something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm like I'm sometimes a little bit more the wrong side. Yeah. You go to the cheese. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, the cheese, but stay in. But yeah, yeah sometimes the cheesy track within the set works uh, super uh. good so we have the different kind of angle so we uh before a set yeah we say like where do we start with and then it flows off yeah and at some point you know this is the right time to pull off something that maybe is a bit on the edge and yeah. then cause throw something in and we were like oh 
know yeah. what's going to happen now. <laughs> and most of the time it works. But it also depends on the kind of gig. If we know, like for ASOT, for instance, then it will be uh, uh, it will be more solely the trends we feel is right at that moment. But uh, uh, but still, it's yeah. The chemistry is, is good. Like the chemistry says, uh, uh, he's the one who dares to play something we won't. We would well, overthink it, and he just does it, and I can and imagine if, the right. if a dance floor is packed, or you would play at Nijmegen at the Vidas, which is a massive event in Nijmegen where people are walking 50 kilometers a day, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and there's yeah. after parties, and uh, I can imagine if you would throw in scoop, drop it, it would go off, or it something will go like off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. something that you wouldn't do any, let's say, on a more serious event or something. Like no, that. no, yeah. never. Yeah. No, and yeah, scoop we. We closed it already. It's closed already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes if, if, if you play a track like that like all the time, then the magic fades away, yeah, but for yeah, yourself yeah. as well. So then we, we stuff it away and then we pick other classic tracks. Yeah, because yeah. I was looking at some of your track lists from the past. Um you, you play different sets all the time. It's not like um like a you know, some people are play play classic trends and they only would play out of the blue or shivers or only the the massive massive ones you also pick and choose tracks also in the guest mix for state of trends that are lesser known yeah 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 that keeps it fun for ourselves yeah. i think um and also because we noticed uh, after a few parties that people aren't just about the classics they know but they also like to uh to discover new stuff um and uh, so we tried to keep the balance so we were discussing the the set for for asa today and we were like, okay, we want to do some some stuff that maybe surprises people or mm-hmm. that they think of, oh, I haven't heard this for a while. Uh, but also throw in like the, the one or two like more obvious tracks. So yeah, we, we try to balance it out a bit. And the, the the thing is, if you play like sets of three, four hours, um, you have the time to build up True, and yeah. uh, to go down again and to go deeper and then do like 15 minutes of big hits and then do some harder stuff as well. Um, because that's also something we love to do, like the uh, like the Scott Project kind of of, yeah, uh, of yeah, hard yeah, trance, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is still really melodic and yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, but um, yeah, you can do that if you have a long uh, long slot. And yeah. sick, since you with three, it's also not that exhausting to play long sets because yeah, you're with three people that are DJing. So, so yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. With the conversation that we're having right now, I feel it's a, a group of five friends. Just playing music to each other, having fun, and the crowd is there, just you know, by accident almost. <laughs> that you are just having fun by yourselves and just enjoying the music, but because you're discussing the tunes while you're playing it, also, yeah, and, and yeah. dancing, and, and yeah, that's at least also what I see on Instagram or whatever. The the, the clips that you post is just it's mayhem. Yeah, yeah I think it's the, yeah. If, if we don't have fun, then people will see that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, if you stand still with the five of you next to each other and uh, just work. wait for your turn to but mix the But it also has to be yeah. in balance because I think at one show we made we made a bit of a fault or maybe made a, a little bit step back because we want to surprise each other all the time. Uh, so we're looking for new music and new music, and yeah. we did one show. Proof it. Yeah, we did a lot of new music to surprise each other. Yeah. But we surprised the crowd. The crowd was gone. You were yeah. <laughs> there was no one there anymore. <laughs> we surprised the crowd with that too. Like yeah, they also expect some euphoric moments. Of course, yeah. And yeah. Uh, that weren't that wasn't necessary. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was still it was still a good night. And people, was, yeah. people stayed, but afterwards we we got a few DMs of like uh, of people that say, well, I expected a bit more of those Emotions. familiar. Yes. Well, I think there were emotions, but but the more familiar emotions, yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, this it's also a constant learning process, but that uh, yeah that yeah. keeps that also keeps it fun. Yeah. 
Well, definitely, I can uh, I can agree with you. And there's also uh, two main things that surround you guys besides the classics, the music. Uh, first of all, show your emotions. <laughs> so so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised that in a few years from now you'll see people with a show your emotions tattoo or something like that. <laughs> and uh, of course, Johnny the Dolphin. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about Johnny the Dolphin. Because I yeah. see, for example, I'm seeing Maurice right now with a t-shirt no. with uh, with a dolphin. Yeah, it, it, yeah, with the with the snelle plongas. <laughs> we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of questions on the dolphin, but it was just something that that um, I was. I designed the the artworks for uh, for our parties mostly, and um, we just needed something for our first party to uh, like a mascot or or something funny. Yeah. Uh, that would capture that feeling. And then we were looking at old rave and trans flyers. And especially in the 90s, there was this time when people used uh, dolphins on artworks. I don't know why, but it was just... Why, yeah. It was yeah. a thing, yeah. I guess. And um, uh, um, and I thought, well, just put on a dolphin. And then I was like, okay, we need something that's really trancy. And one of the things that when I was young, uh, uh, like intrigued me the most was this green bright laser. So that there should yeah. be something neat. Trans energy would be like one laser. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's yeah. it. And it would go on and people would lose their minds. Yeah. So yeah. Then we have to capture that as well. So, okay, make it neon green. Mm -hmm. Then we're looking at old press pics of, of trans DJs from back in the days and they were all wearing these like sports, small sports glasses <laughs> as well. So let's give him sunglasses. And yeah, it just went off from there and uh, uh, then it became a thing and it never went away, basically. <laughs> yeah. I, I see all these press pictures in front of me right now. I remember when in the beginning of A State of Trends, we had our uh, future favorite voting. We have it on Discord right now, but it used to be on trends.nu, which was a massive forum online. And the voting was on there. And I remember one of the pictures that was there on the voting was a picture of Armin also with one of these sunglasses. Somewhere probably in Ibiza with a record bag standing like this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these shoots were so good. They were always having headphones on their on their yeah. heads yeah, yeah, while yeah, being yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in nature. Like, what are you doing? Why do you have your record bag with you right now? It was also this massive UDG bag with the weirdest colors. And yeah. Anyways, fantastic times. Yeah, there's this, this I think uh, Armin had this mix series. Uh, one was called Transparence and one was called In Motion, I think. Yeah. Uh, one of those two or, or something else in that series, he was also wearing these really small like sunglasses. <laughs> he looked like like Neo from the Matrix. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big the blue uh, pill. We posted yeah. that on Instagram. Also. Yeah, yeah. We, we also yeah. did a post Shout on that on, on these also. Yeah. But for us, that breeds that time. So yeah, uh, yeah that's hence the, the sunglasses. Some proper yeah. nostalgia. Parachute yeah, yeah, yeah. pants and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Johnny, uh, is it going to be more uh, merch? Because I saw a couple of questions coming in from. Oh yeah, uh, Air Lot Gering. Uh, when is the new merch dropping? I would love to see some more Johnny well, the Dolphin merch. Yeah, we're working on a web shop now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Trying to uh, first we uh, we delivered them ourselves, and uh, because we were still only doing nine maker shows, but yeah. uh, since getting a bit bigger now, we're working on an actual web shop with uh, some new scarves coming in, some new T-shirts, and uh, we'll try to come up with some new special items for the summer as well. <laughs> for the summer. Like yeah. are you are you thinking about sunglasses or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe oh, that's a good uh, one. Yeah. Neon, that's a good one. Neon swimming pants. I don't know. Yeah, we can do <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> some flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um okay, let's dive into some of the questions we're there already. Um there's a lot of people already asking for you abroad. Gabriel uh, Arenzo wants to know when you're coming to Argentina. Um well, there you go. <laughs> well, you get booked. So oh, there's a problem. 
five people on a flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, that's really, going to be costly. That's a really big. Did problem. you already did you already think about that? Like what no. what is going to happen now? For example, if uh, someone in Australia wants to book super swings, well, then they have to put five guys on a plane. Um, and uh, well, we, there's no concession. There's not going to be four, or three, or two, or one. You just don't know that. Yeah, we could do it with less people, obviously, but maybe it takes away the magic a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we did shows when someone was ill or whatever, because the show must go on. And why not be with four uh, if one fall, falls away? Um, but yeah, it's something we should think about. Yeah, we were actually talking with our uh, booking agency, and they uh, uh, well, we try to to look abroad but then it would be maybe something that's more close to home so we can go by train or whatever yeah um because that's just, that saves a bit in the cost but yeah if someone in australia wants to book us then uh, yeah i think okay, we can okay. uh, maybe yeah maybe we should just throw a coin and decide who can go <laughs> <laughs> i guess you're you're right it must be the and, and maybe it would make more sense to take the whole concept and throw parties and, and bring johnny and hang him like afterlife <laughs> <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. the way to go, I guess. That's people people asked us if if it was like a, a joke on uh, on uh, afterlife because they have this human hanging yeah, yeah, away yeah. after the dolphin, but it's just a coincidence. <laughs> was, yeah. I think it's great though. Put some lasers on. It from us, huh? Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I think uh, you yeah, yeah. need to do like a like a, a proper phone call. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, guys. <laughs> a transcyclopedia wants to know what is your absolute favorite classic. So um, yeah, each of you just pick one and decide. Okay, this is the one. So what you yeah, want? The, the first track that, that popped out of my head is uh, Darren Tate. That last one, yeah. Uh, See the light. See uh, the light. The, okay. the one I played in the in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's such a great track. Very um, much emotions uh, in it. And, uh, <laughs> emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, yeah, it's it's just great. Uh, yeah, for me, it's uh, Robert Miles' Children. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's super class. It's it's super classic, but. Yeah. Uh, was well, one of the tunes that started it all, right? Yeah. At least melodic, melodic, uh, dreamy. I've, they probably called it Dream House or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Dream House. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's also a kind of a track that if you never, and we we all didn't play trance. Yeah. Because if you you heard that that track, but you couldn't imagine playing it, and now we played it. Yeah. And it's like it feels magical. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Love that. Yes, Emil. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure which one to pick, but I think Rank 1, Search is Life and Suburban Train, uh, but just mm. so have a special place in my heart. Those are definitely two massive, massive ones. Jonathan? Uh, yeah, another pretty classic one. It's Rank 1, Airwave. Okay. It can't go wrong. It still gives me goosebumps when I listen to it. So good. That that's, that's definitely feels like a super string song, Rank 1, Airwave, yeah. the, the big pads and... What's yeah, going on? I, I think Fred is yeah, too bad that Fred isn't here, but he once explained it perfectly. He said it's the tracks that sound like someone is having four hands on the keyboard. Like yeah. those pads, those strings, that's the, the super string kind of uh that's the kind the, of vibe, the, the big strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. And that's nice classics. Yeah. Um and your classic? My classic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hard no, question. Eh? No one ever asked me that <laughs> in an interview like this. Um I think um, the F, one of mine would be ATN Miss a Day. I don't know if you know that guy, yeah. that one. Um, and James Holden Horizons. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, those those Horizons. are two tracks that those are the first ones that pop into my head. But there are so many of them. So Horizons many is also really good in yeah. the time that James Holden still was making like really trancey music. Yeah, 
I tried to like play a break in the clouds in our set once, but because we play 145 BPM, it's <laughs> you played it on 145. <laughs> no, I didn't. no, I just I, I got it out again because it's it's too speed no. up. It's too speed up. But that is also one of those tracks that really it 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 really has that super strings feeling because it's also a big emotional yeah. friends anthem in a way, but it's too slow unfortunately. That's one hell of a tune, also 100. percent Yeah. Okay, I already uh, um, spoke about this in the episode as well because you play classics, but that's kind of shifting also because you guys are also producing your own music now. With the first uh, release that was actually your first release ever was on a state of trend on our or on uh, our label, a remix of Sound Piercing by Prototype, which is an alias of the director of Armada, <laughs> Michael Pyron. Um, is there more music coming up? And um, I also want to know kind of, because it's not an obvious classic to remix. How did you guys come up with that, doing that one? Um, yeah, I think we had a, a lot of questions, but yeah, yeah. we had a chat with uh, uh, with Michael because he said, uh, uh, "I want you guys to to do a release on the on the label because it's so cool what you guys are doing." Yeah. and we were like, "Well, we were overwhelmed." Well, of You're course, like, you we sure? Do it. You're, yeah. Of course, <laughs> yeah. but um, we didn't want to do an obvious classic a because uh, we don't dare to touch it. Um, we're not on a level as, for instance, uh, you or Armin would be to to do something with a with a track like that. Uh, so we were like, okay, we're not gonna do uh, an obvious classic, and we also find it really funny to do a, a track that was actually produced by Michael. Yeah, uh, and we really love the track, and and we thought we can uh, spice it up a bit, but still maintain that classic '90s trance feeling, and uh, mm-hmm. just make the 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 the, 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 the strings a bit thicker and uh, make it a bit longer and a break more epic. And I think we can work with that. Um, so yeah, that's basically how how that one came along, and uh, yeah, there there might be. More coming up. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> oh, what, what's going to happen? Might be, you know. <laughs> Maybe we have to do a new motto. Big strings coming. <laughs> <laughs> big strings coming, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tony Ross wants to know, um, will we expect any Super Strings original tracks in the future or just remixes? Is going to be, the, the next one is going to be a remix or is it going to be an original song? No, it's going to be a remix. Okay. And I think, well, um, I don't know, because we play old old yeah. classics uh, it kind of makes sense to, uh, to revive old classics in but then remix it in the way it was produced in, in, in that time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's just certain things and and how you can distinguish an old track from a new track. I think uh, the way it was produced, which hardware was used, stuff like yeah. that. Um, if we would produce something new, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe in the future. But uh, for now, it's uh, it's it's more about the uh, the homage to the old ones yeah. that we want to do. But you see, a lot of artists are actually also producing. Um, new music in the older style there's, there's guys like Martin Hofstadt for example that's bringing in old elements just making a lot more fatter than it used to be in the past so I guess you can do original tracks in that sound also right yeah yeah yeah, maybe we can do we, it. Uh, yeah, we should maybe. hop in the studio downstairs. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Easy does it. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, Andrew Dickons wants to know? What type of set do you have planned for State of Trends? Looking forward to see you guys. Are you already preparing it, or or is it something that is still on the? Still yeah, I think on sometimes when you go to your your playlist, uh, for instance, when we were selecting uh, tracks for for this set, then you see a track and then you you like imagine. Oh, I need to play this one. Yeah, yeah. And you imagine that hall and and that event, and then for me at least at least it works like that. And then I hear that track and I think that's I have to play it there. Yeah. Um it goes a bit like. Uh, and they end up with fifty tracks. Yeah, like, and oh, then you no, have to. What am I gonna do now? That's the fun part, and then you have to. Bring yeah. it back to, uh, I don't know, 
how long are we playing? Two hours? So, Two hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But normally we, uh, uh, yeah, we just go along and then pick tracks and then uh, a few days before the event, event we come together and then we decide a bit for, of what we're going to do. But it still will be a long list and then on the spot you can also decide because then you know what the energy in the crowd is and what people would like to hear at that moment. At yeah. least you try to uh, to tell that if, yeah. if you can tell it. But uh, yeah. But yeah. no scooter. And sometimes the no scooter, no scooter. <laughs> scooter and scoop. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the DJ before you plays in this kind of groove that you also want to that you want to uh, uh, build forward on that. Yeah. So yeah. We had that a few times that they play. We had one DJ that played a hard style before. So yeah, what do you do then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can I can write a book about that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that. No, but I think uh, uh, yeah, for it's ASOT. So yeah, we're gonna play uh, uh, a lot of uh, known and lesser known classics, uh, which we think that uh, we would love to hear when we go to ASOT. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I think the best thing you like can it. do is just you do you. That's yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. because you guys are booked because of what you're doing. So I don't think you need to adjust 100% to us. We need to, you know, at yeah. least that's how I how I see it. Uh, there was actually a lot of questions about the merchandise, but the shop is coming. Uh, Oscar Angina also wants to know: Is there any way I can get Superstring scarf or T-shirt? Well, the web shop is coming. Where can we find that? Is it going to be uh, on the website or? Yeah. It's on yeah. Show your emotions. Dot yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I think super it's so it's so bad that it's becoming so good. <laughs> I think superstrings.com was already uh, <laughs> occupied, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, there's probably something else then. Uh, yeah. Maybe less. Uh, how do you say it? Under 18 years old. Uh, <laughs> <kind of things>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 23rd of February, we'll see Super Strings at the State of Trends in Ahoy in Rotterdam. I can't wait. I'm going to be there front row for sure because I just love that feeling of nostalgia. And also what I enjoyed a lot uh, about the set that you were playing here in the studios that I was like, really like, hmm, what's coming next? Oh, what's coming? Oh, that's that one. That's that one. And I guess a lot of people are going to have the same besides the people that are there for the first time and have no idea what that classic is. Yeah, yeah. That must be a fantastic feeling. Uh, no, it must be a fantastic emotion. Because we're about emotions today. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us also on air. I'm looking forward to see a lot more of you, a lot more music, I hope. And thank you for uh, having us. Yeah, we'll see you next time for a new State of Trance podcast. See ya. Bye-bye. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. Check all previous episodes on YouTube or your favorite podcast portal.